Good morning, it's Thursday, May 26th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories, along with other important things going on in our community. Today, a federal judge's ruling to keep Title 42 in place for now has led to mixed reactions from law enforcement, elected officials, and advocates for undocumented migrants alike. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lolly from the Lolly Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lolly dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lolly deal. Nobody. Before we jump in, some local history. The Southern Pacific Railroad Depot was built in 1880. This is the only remaining original redwood frame Southern Pacific Railway Station in Arizona. It is also the only known original on-site passenger depot still extant on the Southern Transcontinental Railroad route between Los Angeles and Chicago. The depot is now the Wilcox City Hall. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. The team at Benson Hospital is always working towards building a healthier community. For example, when the Benson Food Pantry needed a new home, they worked with them to find one, and their staff even helped them apply for grants to support the mission. You can learn more about everything they're doing for our community by following them on Facebook at facebook.com slash bensonhospital. Now our feature story. The Trump-era rule known as Title 42 was set to end on Monday, but will now remain in place. It allows border agents to expel migrants without a chance at asylum. The Title 42 pandemic-era deportation policy that was set to expire will remain in place after a federal judge granted a preliminary injunction on Friday. The CBC determined in April that Title 42 is no longer necessary to curb the spread of the coronavirus The judge disagreed. Title 42, a Trump-era rule that allowed the expulsion of migrants, even though seeking asylum, was set to expire. That is until a judge in Louisiana decided Friday the Biden administration could not lift that policy. A federal judge's ruling to keep Title 42 in place for now has led to mixed reactions from law enforcement, elected officials, and advocates for undocumented migrants alike. First, what is Title 42? Title 42 expulsions are removals by the U.S. government of people who have recently been in a country where a communicable disease was present. Title 42 was set in motion in March 2020 by the Trump administration. This blocked land entry for many migrants. The program had been continued by the Biden administration. But the president announced in April that the provision would be lifted after the CDC said it would suspend the order. Two days after the CDC announced that Title 42 would be lifted, 24 states led by Arizona, Louisiana, and Missouri sued the federal agency. The complaint argued that Title 42's continued enforcement was needed to avert the threat of a wave of illegal migration and drug trafficking, and that returning to normal enforcement practices would cause irreparable harm. Then, last Friday, a federal judge in Louisiana ruled that Title 42 would stay put for the time being. Across the southwest border of the U.S., the majority of undocumented migrants intercepted by federal agents are sent back to Mexico under Title 42. A small percentage, however, are being sent back under Title 8 policies. According to CPB, under Title 8, those who attempt to enter the United States without authorization and who are unable to establish a legal basis to remain in the United States will be quickly removed. 
Individuals who have been removed also are subject to additional long-term consequences. In April, for example, over 25,000 undocumented people were stopped at the section of the border that stretches between the Arizona-New Mexico line to the Yuma County line. The number of migrants expelled to Mexico under the Title 42 policy was closer to 19,000, while the number of migrants sent back under Title 8 was around 6,500. Judge Robert R. Summerhays of the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Louisiana was the one to rule on Title 42. The judge also ruled that the states were likely to succeed in their argument that the CDC had not followed proper rulemaking procedures under federal law. Cochise County Sheriff Mark Daniels applauded Summerhays' decision, but said more needs to be done to stem the tide of individuals who are flocking to the U.S.-Mexican border. Arizona Democratic Senators Kirsten Sinema and Mark Kelly, both of whom pushed to keep Title 42 in place temporarily, also praised Summerhays' decision. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Among older adults, falling is the leading cause of hip fractures and traumatic brain injuries, making falls a pressing health concern. At Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, they have a free online assessment that can help you discover risk factors. By taking just a few minutes to fill out the evaluation, you might discover reasons you might not have previously considered. Being proactive is a great way to help yourself or a loved one stay safe. So visit fallriskassessment.com today to take a step towards safety. Again, that's fallriskassessment.com. You can also use the link in our show notes. Next, if you didn't already know, May is Asian American Pacific Islander Month. Fort Huachuca marked the event by inviting CW5 Joe Okabayashi in as a guest speaker. Here's what he had to say. Every person's, every family's story is unique as to how and why they came to the United States. And in the case of many Pacific Islanders, how the United States came to them. Just about every one of those stories includes hope and determination. This year's theme is advancing leaders through collaboration. The Federal Asian Pacific American Council makes the following points about this year's theme. Collaboration involves two or more individuals, groups or organizations actively working together to accomplish a task or a goal. Collaboration at its core requires leadership. Collaboration improves team dynamics, enhances problem solving, and, and leads to increased innovation, process efficiency, improved communication, and ultimately overall success. I urge all of you as you go about your business day to day to take a moment to personally think the leaders with whom you encounter and with whom you collaborate. Thank them for their service and their sacrifice that they've given to us and to our community. Telling these leaders thank you is the least and yet one of the most important things that we can do to pay them back for their leadership. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace, your helpful place. Let's talk outdoor grilling, broiling, smoking, and baking. At Ace, we offer Traeger, Big Green Egg, Weber, Charbroil, and Uni. If you haven't triggered your ribs, smoked a brisket on a Big Green Egg, broiled salmon on a Weber, grilled burgers on a Charbroil, or baked a pizza in 60 seconds on your Uni pizza oven, let's talk. Get the spices, rubs, sauces, fuels, and accessories to cook something new every day for weeks or even months to come. Shop Ace first since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 92. Next, an upcoming event that you should know about. 
On Saturday and Sunday, head over to the Folklore Preserve Deck for some music between 2pm and 4pm. This weekend's performance is by Four Sawyers. You'll hear fabulous fiddles, tight harmony, great guitar, sizzling mandolin, and hot trumpet. All of these sounds combine to give life to this exciting group. You can visit ArizonaFolklore.com to learn more. Also, we're excited to announce that the Herald Review media team has just launched a local e-commerce website specifically for Cochise County businesses to sell their products and services. Now you can shop 24-7 online at your favorite local businesses participating on loveshoplocalaz.com. Check it out. Finally, today we're remembering the remarkable life of Mary Diana Rand of Scottsdale. Mary was born in 1954 in Agua Prieta, Sonora, Mexico. Growing up, she loved going to the seashore and playing in the ocean. Mary's mother remarried when she was around 8 years old, and the family later relocated to Bisbee and then to Sierra Vista, Arizona, where they opened a family restaurant called Los Gringos. When Mary was older, she moved back to Bisbee, where she formed her own family. She was blessed with three daughters and a loving husband. Wanting to start a new life, she later moved to Sierra Vista, where she worked as a housekeeper and then as a cook. After having lived there for many years, Mary and her family moved to Mesa. She got her GED and earned her CNA license at Mesa Community College. She worked as a CNA in an Alzheimer's dementia nursing home. She also cared for her mother for over 12 years as she fought bravely and ultimately lost her battle to breast cancer in 2008. Mary enjoyed reading, gardening, caring for her dog Bingo, and collecting rocks. Mary loved her family above all else. Spending time with her sisters, daughters, and grandchildren always brought her joy and kept a beautiful smile on her face. Thank you for taking a moment with us today to remember and celebrate her life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. Join us again on Friday. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. For more information on any of the stories you heard about today, visit us at myheraldreview.com. Right now, you can become a member starting at just $1.99 per week. Want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager, Pascal, can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.